Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hooper's Lab podcast. This is the podcast where we talk all things basketball. I'm joined here by my co-host, Riley. Why, hello there. <laughs> Why, hello there. Uh, how are you today? I am doing quite considerable. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so <laughs> you're going to be very considerable with these teams that we're going to predict. You're going to have the... The Magic as the first seed. Um, Damn straight. Very considerable. Yeah. Bro, could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I mean, maybe. Lakers like are making my list. Just kidding. Yeah, they're in the East. Uh, but today <laughs> we are predicting uh, what the Eastern Conference standings are going to be for the 2022-2023 NBA season. We did this for the West, so go check that out. Uh, but yeah, I guess let's just... Uh, did you find this actually easier or harder than the West? I think this one was easier. I think this one's a I little a more lot easier. I think it's a little more tiered. Yeah, I can agree. I think the tiers are more distinct. Um, yeah, and I guess just the the depth isn't completely there, but I still think that it is, but it isn't. Like the yeah. bottom's gonna be like competitive, but I I think it's kind of you can see the the bottom tier. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, but yeah, let's just get right into it. Let's start with our with our number fifteen, who we think are gonna finish uh, last in the conference. And what team do you got? I have the Magic. I also have the Magic. Um, yeah, you I know, think this and... is kind of, I think this is just kind of the no brainer for the East this year. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually have a decent season. You know, during the I second would. half of the season, well, <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I think that. Like, every team in the NBA is at the point where they're at least, like, solid. Like, there's good things about the Magic. There's things to look forward to. There's pieces that are exciting to watch. Um, But obviously, they just don't have the star power as uh, some of the teams above them. And, yeah, I thought that this year they would be a little bit, try and be a little bit more competitive. Um, But they still are not really... Uh, they have to figure out their point guard situation first before I think they can have really any success. But maybe maybe one guy this season really jumps out. Maybe it's Fultz. Maybe it's Cole Anthony. Maybe it's Suggs. You know, there's still that, like, trio that they're still trying to figure out and still trying to grow all at the same time, which is kind of weird. The thing um, is, yeah, like, I like all three of them. All three of those guards. That's my problem. Like, I don't know which one I like to keep because you have Fultz as a good um, – facilitator good finisher just a solid sound point guard then you have Suggs whose ceiling is obviously through the roof and then um I guess potential not ceiling potential um yeah and then you have Cole Anthony who showed he's probably the best out of the three as of right now but as of right yeah he's he showed that he's the best player in the magic I mean he led them in scoring and really was just a main highlight for their team but this team is just, they're still one of the teams in the league. Probably the youngest, if I, eh, I don't know. The Rockets, it's either the Rockets or the Spurs or the Magic. And that's why they're, all of them we have at basically the bottom of the That's why the they're all at the bottom. Yeah. Is, uh, is Jonathan Isaac supposed to come back? That's another thing. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I I basically just don't even think about him anymore. He's not even an I NBA just... player at this point. Bro, his I don't even know if he probably is. Probably fucking close up at this point. I don't even think it is. I think he still has like two I think or he three got ex- I think he left. got extended, right? I think he got extended right before he got hurt. Yeah, hurt. Um, <laughs> He's just yeah. playing some video games. He's not even playing video games. He's writing books. He's an author bro, he's, now. He's set for life at this point, bro. Like he, he basically he's literally, is. If he, if he did if he didn't want him, if he doesn't want to continue playing basketball, he's literally good for the rest of his life. Yeah, that's kind of the bad thing. Like he is a talented player and has lots of potential, but I don't know if he ever wants to grow into that. Um, but yeah, Paulo, I could see having a good rookie year, and you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they surprise some people this year. But I'm not banking on it. Yeah, I um, think the Magic's main, uh, just a very young roster. If you want, if 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 they have a better season than expected, I think a lot of that falls on how good Paulo is as a rookie. Um, no, yeah, exactly. I could definitely, yeah, yeah. 
it, and like I think he'll be good, but I think he'll have to be like really good if they want to be like up there. Like probably they have no better expectations. Than, so yeah, probably like probably better than what we got last year with Scotty Mobley and Cade type of good, which I don't expect. Not that that's a bad thing, but yeah, yeah, no, um, just no expectations for them really. Uh, just a young team. They're more of a future team. And this year is just about development. It's not about trying to win now. Um, so let's move on to who you have at 14. Um, yeah, here I have the Indiana Pacers. Okay, I have the Pacers here too. Um, the reason I have the Pacers above the Magic is because I wouldn't be surprised if the Pacers start out the season actually winning games. Um, because Tyrese... Is I mean he's the best player out of those two teams. He's the best player there, and also they have pieces like Buddy Heald, Miles Turner. Those pieces contribute to winning. And as long as they're on the team yeah. uh, when the season begins, I wouldn't be surprised if they're trying to win. Um, I also seen a report that the Pacers are trying to win this season, and they're trying to make the playoffs. I don't know how true that Pacers is. I hope it's not. Pacers had. <laughs> They just had one year in the lottery, and they're like, we're good now. Yeah, exactly. They got Benedict Mathurin, and they're like, no, 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 we're, we're fine. Um, but I think, yeah, uh, that's really I think the only this reason. Is a, I think this is where – yeah, I personally think this is kind of where the next tier starts. Like, I think the Magic are on a tier of their own in terms of okay. – <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Um, but, yeah, the Pacers, they still have Buddy Heald – uh, they still have Miles Turner, and I think that those guys are going to try and – I think the Pacers are going to try and win to increase those guys' value if they are trying well, they to also trade them. Have, yeah, and they also have a bunch of young guys who are going to be, like, hungry. Because um, they they're going to have competition, yeah, competition at positions. So, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. They've got Jalen Smith, who showed some really good promise with the Pacers when he was playing for them last season. Um who else? They got Bandit Matherin, a rookie who's going to really thrive off of playing with Tyrese Halliburton. Wins and really, MVPs Tyrese Halliburton. Pardon? Wins MVPs in 2K. Bandit Matherin? Yeah, bro. He'd be averaging like, like year four, year five. He'd be averaging like 23, seven, and eight. Eight assists. I don't know if that's I know, I know. It's a lack. I'm, I'm like, what? Um, but as long as you have Tyrese Halliburton, his game is really just – it contributes to winning. And I'm projecting him yeah, to be yeah, really fucking good. Him. Yeah. I'm yeah, projecting no, him to be I, really I, I fucking well. good. So, yeah. Um, anything else with the Pacers there? They're just the Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't care. Another year of being yeah, bad would honestly benefit them. Um, I agree completely. Yeah, I don't think that they have, like, they really just have that backcourt, that young backcourt, and then nothing really else that I can see as substantial uh, for their future. I think this draft class is supposed to be pretty good, isn't it? They say that every fucking year. Um, that is I have no that's idea. just how we are at this point, though. I mean, that's true. Um, I have no idea. Usually there's drafts where it's like, okay, this is a big man draft. This is a wing draft. This is, you know... Um, Last year was a big draft. I don't really know what this draft is. I think oh, there's the only a guys forwards. I know. Is... I think there's a couple forwards. I think it's a really balanced draft, to be honest. I mean, the Pacers just need anything other than a wing, so or other than a guard. So if they get, yeah. if they get a big or if they get a forward, I think that their future looks a lot brighter. But for now, uh, this is where they stay. Um, yeah. So who do you have at number thirteen? Uh, so I got the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, interesting. Uh, I have the Pistons here. Yeah, that's fair. So I just, yeah. I just really want the Hornets to be bad, and <laughs> I. Well, the thing is, like, you lose Miles Bridges for reasons, and then now you have Terry Rozier and Gordon Hayward, who they're both good, but I don't. First of all, Gordon Hayward never plays. Um. That's true. In second of all, I don't know if I'd really like if I'm the Hornets. If I don't really know if Terry Rozier is a guy I really want to see on my team in the future. Not because That's he's bad, but just 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 fit wise, like because obviously Lamelo's your point guard, and I don't really want him running the two. Like I think I don't a, like that fit. A more yeah. natural, um, 
three and D type player at the two, who's a good shooter, would be really good. But yeah, um, yeah, I can agree. Um, but with Miles Bridges doing what he was doing, um, I definitely think that they are. They have one of the worst rosters in the league. If you look at yeah. outside of Lamelo, if you take away Lamelo from this team, this team looks dog shit. <laughs> because even their best players like Hayworth, he's injured all the time uh, and goes through that kind of thing. And just they're they're really young, but I don't know how much they're going to focus on their youth because of the coach that they have. Yeah. Um, I don't think that he's really going to give opportunity to young guys that I want to see, like Kai Jones and James Booknight. Um, I think those are two players that could really contribute to this team and really be a part of this young core, but I don't think they'll have the opportunity to do that. Thing um, is, I think they, I think they kind of will, because at some point they just don't have the the roster power to not give them minutes. Like, that's true. Especially for especially for Kai Jones, like his competition is PJ Washington still on the roster, right? Yeah, he is. PJ Washington, yeah. I could ha- I could see having a good year. I agree. But, but yeah, his competition in terms of even just starting is PJ Washington and Mason Plumley. I could then, see Mason Plumley. I could see uh, Steve Clifford playing Mason Plumley way too many minutes. I wouldn't be surprised. Just because, how is Bro yeah. on, on a roster at this point? Like, what does he do? How is he a starter? <laughs> I know yeah. your team's bad when he's a starter. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck he does. I guess he's a playmaker now, but I have no idea. Baby um, Jokic. He's Walmart Jokic. Basically, he's fucking worse than Walmart, bro. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's a tier below Walmart, but the garbage. He's garbage. Zellers. Zellers? Too bad he's not a Zeller. A Zeller brother. <laughs> oh, damn. They got they got rid of the wrong player. The Plumleys and the Zellers. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Hornets. LaMelo, obviously a great player. He was an all-star last year. I could see him being an all-star caliber player again. But just the roster around him, and I think just the roster isn't fit with the coach at all. Yeah. And I can see them. It's all fucking Kenny Atkinson's fault. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> what a snake. Um, I could definitely see them being better than people expect just because I think that Steve Clifford is going to try and win, and he's a coach that he will get you wins. Not in the best ways, but I think that he prioritizes playing Mason Plumley. 30 minutes to get a win over developing like Kai Jones and PJ Washington, giving those guys run. Yeah. But, is that what, like, is that what coaches want to do for themselves? Even if their team, like, isn't good, they want to push super hard to get wins. I guess I mean, so. that's how you keep your job, that's, basically. Yeah. So, because yeah, if you're a coach of a sweat, <laughs> yeah, literally, he sweats all the time. Um, Mans is sweaty. Oh, bro, bro is the basketball. Um, so yeah, you have the Hornets at 13. I have the Hornets at 12, so I have them one spot ahead. Yeah, we just Um, have the Pistons and Hornets flip. I didn't even tell you that I have the Pistons at 13, did I? Or did you just assume? You said you you had the Pistons at 13. Oh, I did? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and the only reason is I think that they're, um, they have some more experienced pieces, and I think that they're going to try harder to win. But I wouldn't be surprised. Like I think they're in the same tier, obviously. Yeah. But I think that the pay- the Pistons have a higher ceiling, but um, the Hornets have a higher floor. That's fair. Yeah, I can just really see Cade taking another huge leap, um, and then Sadiq Bay take a bit of a jump. Uh, the rest of them are just so core. fucking young. They so are really it's really young. hard to project. Jaden Ivey's going to be a main part of their roster, and he's a rookie. So it's really hard to project rookie guards, especially, especially on a team that is as um, raw and underdeveloped as the Pistons are. But I mean, they've got maybe Bagley could have that breakout season that uh, that I predicted. Um, Kay it's Cunningham is obviously a fucking god. What were you saying? Like Corey Joseph? I don't like If they do, Corey Joseph going to be looking for them. Maybe Killian Hayes will thrive as a backup point guard and really just be kind of a Corey Joseph type player. (laughs) I mean, honestly, yeah. What a bad pick. They should have picked Tyrese, bro. Even at the time, I was like, what are you guys doing? Um, It's crazy that Tyrese 
It's crazy that Reese fell as far as he did. Even at the time, I was super confused about it. Reese was obviously the best point guard. And I don't even remember the the other point guards. The Kings finally do something good and they trade him away. Exactly. I was like, oh, shit. Not even good, though. That's just, like, what they, like, that was just, like, hand-fed to them. Exactly. Um, But, yeah, Kate Cunningham's a fucking god. I could see him carrying this team to a play-in. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, But just because of their youth and inexperience, I'm going to hold off. I think that they're still super young, so I'm not going to project them super high because, obviously, lots of room to grow and lots of years to get higher uh, in the standings. So, I have them at 13. Yeah. So, uh, anything else about the the Pistons? No. All right, then. Uh, So, on to the 11th seed. So, this is where we get closer to the play-in. Yeah, I think this is where the tier is. This is the next tier. Yeah, this is the next tier. Um, And it feels weird putting this team at 11 for me, but I have the Wizards. Uh, Yeah. I kind of assumed you are going to have the Wizards here. Um, I I have the Knicks. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, so yeah, talk to me about. I have, I have the Knicks one spot higher, and I'm guessing that um, you yes, have the also Wizards. Have them switched, switched, yeah. Switched. Okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. I feel like that's gonna be a consensus for lots of uh, even people. when we get higher up. No, I yeah. mean like I feel um, like that's very tier based. That it's no, a coin fair. flip for lots of teams, but I feel like that we lean opposite ways on lots of these battles. That's fair. Um, uh, let's talk about the Knicks first. Talk to me about the Knicks at 11. Um, yeah, I just don't really like the Knicks roster. And I know at the end of the day, you have uh, fucking Tibbs, who's going to push as hard as he can for wins. But um, honestly, it really just comes down to, I really am a big fan of the Wizards roster that they have. Um, of course, the Jalen Brunson signing is... Um, could turn out to be huge for the Knicks, as the Knicks' problem these past couple of years has been that they just don't have a lead guard. Um, and, of course, Jalen Brunson can easily fix that. But uh, I just need to see it first, because at the end of the day, you still have Julius Randle, who is not a... He plays the Luka offense, but is not good at it. <laughs> the Luka offense, but he's fucking not Luka. And he sucks. <laughs> He he tries to be uh, James Harden with the Rockets, but he ends up being fucking Julius Randle. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um, yeah. The reason I'm higher on the Knicks is I think that I'm kind of – I think I'm higher on the Jalen Brunson signing just because funny. I think that when you get a guard like Jalen Brunson compared to the guards that they had last season and even the season before – no, not the season before that, but the season before that. Um, I just think that having a point guard like Jalen Brunson elevates your team so much. It's a guy that can have the ball in his hands, I hope. Uh, hopefully Julius <laughs> Randall, you know, takes it out of his hands. But, um, yeah, I just think that having that creator, having that explosiveness, and just having that dynamic, more dynamic of an offense, I think really opens up things for... Uh, yourself to score a lot and for your team to really get more involved. Um, I think the big thing is just Julius Randle. What version of Julius Randle will we get? And that's really my only main concern. If Julius Randle can actually just be unselfish, this team's ceiling could be way higher. That's fair. But we know how Julius Randle can be. I'm expecting uh, RJ Barrett to have a really good season. And I like a lot of pieces on their bench. And they also might get Donovan Mitchell. So that's another thing, too. Obviously, we don't know that. Um, but I mean, I guess the Wizards could get Donovan Mitchell, too, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I see the Knicks being a play-in team. I could see them kind of being in the middle of what they were last year and that year when they made the playoffs. I think that – same thing for Julius Randle. I think he'll kind of be not all NBA Randle, but also not the Randle we've seen this year, kind of somewhere in the middle. No, that's fair. And, yeah, just a solid team, but with how stacked the NBA is, I don't think that they're enough to secure a playoff spot. So, um, yeah, I just really like the Knicks' young pieces as well, even though they don't give them opportunity. They don't play. <laughs> That's why I want Donovan Mitchell to go to the Knicks and those players to get the fuck out of there and go to the yeah. Jazz and literally just play. 
Quentin Grimes, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel Quickly. Those are three guys that I really like. I just want to see them play. But kids yeah, just I doesn't. Uh, it's not about that life. Will Hardy. Okay. Oh, the coat. Yeah. Quince, is Quinn Snyder not have a job? He doesn't. He wants to take a break, is what he said. Oh, he, right, right, right. I was like, why did no one sign him? But yeah. I think it's because he wants to, if Greg Popovich retires next year, he wants to go to the Spurs, is what it is speculated. Uh, he resigned and then. Okay. Yeah, he'd even. Okay. That makes sense, actually. What about um? What's her name? What's the what's the girl coach's name? Becky Becky Hammond. Yeah, that's who it is. Becky Hammond. She's not gonna have the job. She's been an assistant there for a long it's fucking true. time. Isn't uh fucking Duncan coaching as well? Oh wait! After eight seasons as an assistant coach with the Spurs, Becky Hammond is the new coach of the Las Vegas Aces. Oh, so she left the NBA. Oh, she was even the the assistant coach last year. What the hell? She's coaching right now in the WNBA. Well, never mind. Um, very sad. I feel like that's 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 kind of a weird. Like that's like, I feel like that's an L in terms of your pay. How do you think? I also. Oh, it says that she will make more than one million dollars as the head coach, bro. She's making the most money in the league. Literally, she's making more money than the players. The players are gonna get angry. Um, but yeah, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Uh, let's talk about the Wizards. So I have them at eleven. You have them at ten. And I don't really have a reason for having them this low. It's just I'm <laughs> higher on the Knicks. No, that's fair. Um, Bradley Beal had a down season last year. I don't know what version we're gonna get of Bradley Beal. Are we going to get the thirty percent from three Bradley Beal? who, you know, missed a lot of time and wasn't really amazing in the time that he played? Or are we going to get um, 30 point per game, almost leading the league in scoring Bradley Beal? I don't so. think we'll get – I think we'll get that in between. Yeah, um, no, I agree. Just – and the only reason I don't see him having, like, another 30-point season like that is just – So many mouths to he, feed. Yeah, and he doesn't need to. Like, you have Christoph Porzingis now, Kyle Kuzma – Will be, I guess, running your three. Kuzma, I could see him running the four. Who went run the four? Kristaps, I assume Kristaps could be a five. Kristaps, Kristaps ain't running no five, bro. Fucking yeah, true. We got. (laughs) Um, they do have lots of versatility with this roster. My main problem is on paper, lots of these guys are good. But I don't think that they have that guy who could string it together. Maybe Monte Morris is that. That's my. That's, that's why my they hope. got him. That, yeah. That's my hope is that Monte Morris can kind of be that guy for them. They just have so many mouths to feed that it just seems difficult. It, the Wizards' problem for me the past couple of years is that they have lots of depth, but it's not like the best quality depth. I think it's better than last year, though. I do think that the problem is better than last year. Though. Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's less people now, but still, and it has improved a little bit as well. Well, also, like, what's going on with Rui and Denny of Dia? Those are like the two young guys on the team, and we don't really know where they where they fit on this team. And I think that that's kind of the problem. Are they trying to Rui develop those guys, or are they trying to win? No, that's fair. I think so, yeah. I don't know about Rui, just because what we saw from him last year. Um, but I think Denny can be a productive piece as well as, um, of course, he's, he still needs to develop a lot as well. But I think he can be a solid contributing piece for them. Yeah. They were weird draft picks at the time, too. They picked project players next to um, Bradley Beal and the Wizards, a team that tried to win to keep to win him. Forever. Yeah. yeah, and they picked two project Bruh. players that I think still have lots of potential, but just I don't think they found the Wizards at all. Um, no, that's fair. But yeah, Monte Morris, they got Bradley Beal, they've got Will Barton, Denny Dia, Kuzma, Rui, Chris Tops, um, Daniel Gafford. Like, there are some really good pieces on this team, and I could see them making the play-in, uh, but I'm just higher on other teams, I guess. Yeah, no, that's fair. I think Kuzma's fit kind of ruins it for Denny. Um, just because I expect Daniel Gafford and Kristaps to start at the power forward and center. So then mm, that's true. You're, either, you're either bring Kuzma off the bench or you bring Denny off the bench. And just because Kuzma's that more established player, I assume you would give that nod to him. Yeah, it's it's just weird. Like, 
there's they're good individual players, but the fit it just feels weird. Yeah, I don't know. Um, moving on to nine, we're at now. Uh, who do you nine. have as the ninth seed? <laughs> uh, I have Chicago here. Oh shit! Okay. Um, I have this is gonna hurt me, but I have the Cavaliers, and it's nothing to do with the Cavs. It's just the fact that they're kind of just the team that I believe in the least. Um, the disrespect. The only thing about the Cavs, here's what I'll say. Um, I do think that they will be better or at least the same as last year. I don't see them falling off because they dealt with some of the biggest injuries in the league. It was probably them and the Bulls that had uh, the most injuries. So if they can stay healthy this season, I think they could be good. Another year of Evan Mobley, I think, is huge. And Darius Garland, I think, will be good. I don't know. It's just that there's two teams that got – I don't know. Everyone else – not everyone else, but everyone else above them is either – better than them or they got better than the Cavs and they kind of stayed the same and I don't know I think that I just am more confident in the teams above them that's fair so yeah um the Bulls at nine talk to me about that yeah I just don't see us getting another amazing year from DeMar DeRozan again obviously I don't think he's gonna fall off a cliff but um I just think I don't want to say it was an anomaly, but it did seem like a Julius Randle type year where they exceed uh, what we actually expect from them. Um, yeah, I could see that because he's basically putting up prime numbers at this point. So that was like the best season of his career. Yeah, um, and he's thirty-two. Not to say he's going to just immediately fall off a cliff or anything, but. Um, I think it'll be a bit of a trial and error at the toward, at the beginning of the season um, to kind of see whose team it still is at this point. Because I don't know, I'm still low key at the on the Zach Levine over Demar Derozan train. Obviously, last year Derozan was the better player. Yeah, obviously, but, last year it doesn't really help the, your case there. But. Yeah, but I'd still rather the team run through Zach. Yeah, um, and then Alonzo has missed a lot of time throughout his career. And last year as well, obviously. So he's always a question mark in terms of his overall health. Um, Zach Levine, I guess, has the, some... Zach Levine has that as well. We haven't seen uh, Patrick Williams in a while. Um, well, I guess we did see him right at the end of the year. but Yeah, we did. But not really. Hopefully we, we really see a see full... Him. Yeah, we yeah. didn't see him. We didn't watch him. Um. But yeah, and I then think... I did, I never liked the Dusevich thing either, just because he sucks. Um, I don't know. I think that the Bulls. We'll talk about them more when we get to where I have them. But I think with the Bulls, um, they're basically the same team as last year, but they made minor improvements that I think are going to help. They got Drummond, and I think that the bad things that happened to them last year are going to turn around. I think that Vucevic is going to be. A bit better. Obviously, I don't think he's going to be prime Vucevic, uh, but I yeah. can see him being better. And I can just see their injury luck and how they plan the clutch being better. Because they were what? They were the seventh seed? Sixth seed? They were the... They six. were a high seed. Six. Yeah, they were They were six. So they were the sixth seed while having probably the worst injury luck in the league, while having um, just lots of things go wrong for them, and they still managed to be good. So, I could just see them being around that same area. They can't beat none of the teams that have a record over 500. And half the league's going to have a record over 500 this year. That is true, actually. But I think that Caruso and Lonzo really helped that. So, if they be on the team. Is Lonzo supposed to start the season? I think that's going to affect where I have them. Because I just assumed he was. But then I thought I'd seen something that he... And I thought, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> like, he's been out since how long? So, yeah, I don't know. I hope he can start because he's going to be a big contributor to that team. Um, but, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know what the Cavs. The Cavs are a good team. Um, Garland, he'll I be like, ready for start of the season. I'd fucking hope so. 
when you've been out for a year. That I'm pretty sure. He, that. Pretty sure they hoped he would be back for the playoffs. So unless this is some Zion shit. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the reason I have the Cavs where I have them, I could kind of see Mobley having a sophomore slump here. Um, just because uh, I have a feeling that he won't be, he won't take an, an, another amazing jump. I obviously think that he will have a great career and that he will improve after his second season. But for some reason, I'm just getting weird vibes about his second season. Um, and yeah, the team just basically stayed the same and they already didn't make the playoffs. Um, so yeah, I could see them being better, but the East is just so stacked here that I don't really see them over any other players. No, teams, that's I mean. fair. I, I have them one higher at uh, at eight. And, yeah. Uh, I think my thing is just how high I am on Darius Garland, and I expect him to take a bit of another jump as well. Um, Sexton will be coming back for them off the bench. I don't have high expectations for him, but he's, he's – Yeah, he's I don't bad. either. That's why I kind of just didn't really consider him at all. Yeah, and I think, um, yeah. I think Mobley will have a, another good uh, – I don't think – yeah, I agree. I could see him not taking, like, another huge leap, but I think the impact will be more than enough. Um, you have Ricky Rubio coming That's back true. as well now. Um, I don't think he is. Yeah, he – no, they they signed him. Yeah, but he still has his torn ACL. Oh, does he? Shit, eh? Oh, you're I'm right. I'm pretty sure he right. still has – or was it a knee injury? It was some kind of big injury, so I don't even think he's going to – really play. That's fair. Uh, so, yeah. They um, have um, Raul Neto I, instead. <laughs> the GOAT. And, and then they also still have Isaac Okoro, who we've always been waiting for the offense to, to catch up with the rest. But, uh, yeah. You make it seem like he's been in the league for 10 years. We've always been waiting <laughs> for his <laughs> offense to catch up. We have been waiting for the offense to catch up. This is the second. He's going to be in his third season. So, yeah. <laughs> But here's what I don't get. If you're a guy like Isaac Okoro, in the in the offseason, you literally should just be focusing on your shooting and nothing else. Literally, all Bro needs to do is work on his three-point shooting. Like, he's still like, how in five last year, which is solid, but it's only on two attempts. Like, if he could get to, like, four or five attempts and shoot, like, 37, 38, that's a perfect piece next to Darius Garland. He also had some of the most open shots in the league because yeah. he was getting no respect on that front. But yeah, like in the offseason, I don't care about your finishing. That's not what you should be doing. I don't care about your defense. It's already really good. I don't care about your playmaking because that's not your job. Literally, just go in there, shoot a thousand three-pointers a day, and be done with it. Well, especially when you have Jared Allen and Evan Mobley on the team as well. Two seven-footers. Exactly. They're going to be working around the paint. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in the offseason, my guy? It's like it's like when people ask what the Bears doing in the offseason. Ryan's <laughs> is just running there. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so at number eight, no, you have eight. Um, that was, I need to yeah, say yeah. Yeah, my yeah. eight, and this one really hurts. See, like, the teams I have at eight, I could see them, like, this team I could see being way better, but it's the Raptors. I have the Raptors at eight. And I guess the reason for that is there's teams that I think were worse than them last year that I think are going to jump above them. And I think you know which two teams I'm talking about. Um, but the thing with the Raptors is they always try and win in the regular season and they're a really good regular season team, but I just get so worried if there's one major injury, it just is a bigger blow to them than lots of other teams just because of their lack of depth, because they're really just a, a six man lineup and that's what they run. So it's just, there's a lot of fatigue there. You're playing an 82 game season and you have guys like Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam playing 40 minutes a game. Like obviously that contributes to wins, but I just get very weary that there's going to be a major injury there just because of how they play. And they don't really have a solution to really cover that up. Um, Yeah. There's, and also, I don't know, there's just teams above them that, more confident in. Uh, I do really like the Raptors. I like this team, but I don't know. When I look at it, there's not really anyone above them. The highest I could see them on my list as of right now, like I was close to putting them at seven, um, but not quite. So, yeah. Um, 
speaking of seven, that's where I have the Bulls. So I have them at seven just because, again, they were at this spot last year. And I think that things are only going to get better for them. The DeRozan thing, I guess, does worry me a little bit if he can repeat it. Um, And I guess the Lonzo injury and health, too, does worry me. But everything else, I think that they got better. Zach Levine is back. He's really good. Uh, I think Vucevic is going to bounce back. And Ayo DeSumo, uh, Patrick Williams, those are some guys that I really believe in. So, yeah, I think that they're around this area. But who, who do you have at seven? My seven is the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, and yeah. Um, obviously, I could see them being as high as like three, four, um, but I could as one. <laughs> but I could also see them being as low as seven through ten. And it's just because I need to see it from them first. Because um, on paper, their roster, very high key, looks kind of stacked. Yeah. Um, but Kyrie is the biggest drama player in the NBA since I don't even know what. It's probably ever. <laughs> I was going to say, it might just be ever. Um, yeah. Best dribbler, and, best drama player. Then Ben Simmons' back's been getting blown out forever. Yeah, and not by not by Kendall Jenner. That's been Devin Buckley. <laughs> um, Are you in the washroom right now? I... <laughs> I tried to be discreet about it. So what happened was I sometimes play with my ring on my finger and take it off, and I accidentally put it on a finger that I cannot get off. So I'm trying to, like, put soap on it and fucking get this ring off. It's stuck on my finger. Okay, keep talking. Um, But, yeah, roster-wise, the Nets could be crazy. Um, It's just hard because we haven't seen anything positive from them. So... I just need to see it all happen first. Like, Kevin Durant could come out looking like MVP. The team could be a one seed easily, and I would not be surprised. But I just need to see it happen first. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, I just realized now it probably sounds like I was taking a shit. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you just hear plug. All I heard is like, <laughs> oh, It's fucking stuck. My finger's red. Oh, my God, my finger. Okay. Um, this is you, gave you, you gave me a seven, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Holy fuck. You gave, your se- you gave your seven, right? Um, my seven is the Bulls, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, so I'll, I'll, move on to, I'll move on to my six then. Uh, I have Miami. All right. I have the Nets at six. So oh, okay. we might as well talk about them since I only have them one spot higher. Um, so with the uh, Brooklyn Nets, Kyrie Irving, what, he only played like 11 games last year? And... Even though he is a guy that can consistently be out of the lineup, I still see him playing more than 11 games. Yeah. And as well, long last, as you have last, that. Last year was a wild amount of games that he missed. Yeah. It's just like, if you get Kyrie, if you get Katie, if you get Ben Simmons, if any of them are on the court, like, if you get Ben Simmons on the court, as long as he's on the court, he will um, help you win games. No, as long as Kyrie is on the court, he will help you win games. As long as KD is on the court, obviously he will help you win games. Not so like it's really just about that. <laughs> the big problem is if they are going to do that. And again, like you said, the roster does look very stacked, but the continuity and just if they're all on the same page is up on the air, up in the air. Um, and I just don't know if they're all going to stay on the court. No, exactly. And what the hell's happening? Like, I could definitely see them. They're probably one of the hardest teams to predict. Um, like, don't do not bet on their uh, under uh, over under for wins. Yeah. No, because they could. They could, <laughs> I, I swear they could range as far as like ten, but they could go as high as one. Yeah, exactly. We just don't know. Um, but I think six for me is where I have them, which I think is a fair spot. Um, because if we get any version of where were they last year, actually, they were seven. In the, they were seven. So yeah, as long as you get any version of Ben Simmons, and as long as you get Kyrie for more than eleven games, I can see them being a spot higher. Um, yeah, but I'm not expecting them to be a godly team just because of uncertainties uh, that are up in the air. Yeah, no, I agree. So, um, so who's at? 
I mean, you already spoiled it because you said uh, <laughs> you started uh, talking about it. But yeah, I got the Miami Heat here. So this is at what five, six, six, six. Okay, okay. Um, I honestly don't hate it. I have them obviously lower than they were last year. But uh, talk to me about the Heat at six. I think yeah. So my main thing with putting the Heat here at six is just because I think the loss of PJ Tucker is big for them. And other than that, they didn't really improve anything, uh, any of their issues. They did nothing to address anything. <laughs> exactly. And it's I a think, big problem. I think that's a pretty big L of an offseason, to be honest. Um, but, yeah, I think the PJ makes basically my main reason is the PJ, PJ Tucker loss was huge. And that they didn't, like, obviously they re-signed Victor Aldebo, so maybe he'll have a better year. Um, He's going back to his prime. They, yeah, so they didn't, they didn't get any better. Um, well, if anything, not if anything, they did get worse. And then everyone around them, I think, uh, improved in one way or another. Yeah, there's a famous saying, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Because there are teams that are, they were the first seed last year. And there are teams that got better. And the Heat didn't. They got worse because they didn't add anything. And they lost a very impactful piece. Yeah. Um Tyler Hero, we still don't know what's going to happen there. Um, just because, is he going to start? Is he going to come off the bench? Is he going to be happy with coming off the bench again? And after what Pat Riley said about him in the playoffs, not really sure what the relationship Wait, what did, is what did, there. What did, he, what did he say about him? I don't know. Tyler Hero is like... <laughs> I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was something about um, that he doesn't deserve to start and that he has to play for it or something. Or just, he was like, Talking shit about Tyler Hero, basically. Disrespect, bro. I mean, I mean, he. (laughs) (laughs) That's facts. Um, but Jimmy Butler, I don't want to like say he's going to decline. I just don't think he's going to put all his energy into this regular season, which is if they want to be a top seed, which is what I think that he would have to do. But he didn't do it last year, and they were still the one seed. So that's why I'm kind of – like, he missed some time, did he not? So they had lots of guys that missed time. Bam missed a significant amount of time. Jimmy missed a significant amount of time. Kyle Lowry, I'm pretty sure, missed a significant amount of time. And they were still the one seed. I just don't see them repeating that. Um, He also just find really good role players as well. So that could always be – thing as well but that's yeah. why i have them higher because even though they lost pj i wouldn't be surprised if they find another pj you know um Ain't no yeah, when you look at like pj other than pj when you <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm pj <laughs> uh but when you look at their roster i think that they're going to play better than what their roster says and just because it's that heat culture i could see them finding more diamonds in the rough but I have them a little bit higher, so I don't really think that – kind of talked about them all here, so we might not say anything much when I get to them. Uh, so you have the Heat. Back-to-back, back, baby. Um, so we're at five now, correct? Yes, that, that is correct. So you had at six – this is where the Heat are. So you have the Heat at six. Um, I have the Nets at six. At five, I have the Hawks. You said, wait, you said, sorry, you said where? At five? I have the Hawks at five. I have the Hawks at five as well. Hey, we got one the same. Actually, no, we got the Magic and Pacers the same. Other than that, I think that's the only one. Um, So we both have the Hawks at five. Okay, talk to me about the Hawks. Um, Yeah, they got better, of course, as they added an all-star caliber player. But I think it'll just take time for them to... uh, uh, It'll just take time for them to all completely gel together. And uh, DeJounte Murray is the kind of guard they need next to Trey Young, just someone to alleviate pressure off of him. Um, but I think they c- we could see it uh, kind of being similar to what they've done in past years, uh, where they start the year not slow, but just middle of the pack, and then they pick it up towards the end of the year. And that's when they really uh, show where they are, where they can be, and how good of a team they are. Especially when adding such a big piece like DeJounte Murray um, and trying to incorporate him into this brand new system and brand new offense, I could definitely see some growing pains with that. Yeah. And it, yeah, especially since it's not like a perfect fit either. So, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and another thing so the reason I have the Hawks at five is just because when you have 
I definitely think they're going to get better because when you have Trey Young, you're going to be a top five to top 10 offense in the league. Uh, top 10 minimum. But the main thing with them is their defense. Their defense last year was one of the worst in the league. But when you add one of the best defensive guards, pairing him next to one of the best offensive guards, um, I think that it will help that situation. I think if they can yeah. be a mediocre defense, um, I think that they will kill it. Because that's all I they need see to the, be, really. I could see the Hawks being above top 15 just because they have four... Uh, four. They have four. I don't want to say four elite, but four very good defenders around. Who uh, are these four defenders? John Collins is a solid defender. John Collins. Oh, he's back on the John Collins train. John Collins at this point is a solid NBA defender, definitely above average. He's no like elite defender. Above average. I'd say he's average. I'm saying John Collins is above average just because of what he did last the playoffs a few years ago. Um, You got got your John Collins jersey on, don't you? Yeah, I see. DeJounte Murray is also <laughs> an elite defender. DeAndre Hunter is a fantastic perimeter defender. And then Clint Cabela is a great rim protector. Yeah, I'm not sure about Clint and uh, John Collins, but they definitely have... Then you got DeAndre... Oneka. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oneka, Kongwu, DeAndre Hunter, and DeJounte Murray, those three guys I think are really going to backpack that defense. Uh, I'm expecting a big year out of uh, a Kongwu, I'm expecting a big year out of DeAndre Hunter. Those are some of the young pieces that provide great defense and complement Trey Young very well. But um, yeah, this team just looks very solid. I could see them being kind of, um, kind of around this range. But um, well, yeah, still lots of well, <laughs> still lots no. of questions. <laughs> we put them at five, but we expect them to be ten. Them at five, even though I put them at five. <laughs> Um, but yeah, still lots of question marks with John Collins and Clint Capella just because I didn't think they were still going to be on this roster at this time, and they still are. So I don't know what's going to go on with that. So yeah, I'm not sure. We'll have to see, but I have them at five. We both have them at five. Uh, anything else about them? No. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, who do you have at four? At four, I have the Toronto Raptors. This is where I have the Miami Heat. Uh, so we'll just talk about, is there anything else to talk about the Heat that we didn't when we, actually, no, I'll talk about why I have them higher than you. And maybe I have them a bit high, but the Heat are a team that are going to uh, find success in the regular season, I think. I think that there will be a drop-off because of their roster getting worse and just because of, you know, some of their players like Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler. I can really see age starting to kind of show a bit more this season but you still have those guys that contribute to winning you still have Bam Adebayo which if he is healthy for a full season he could be a top defensive player of the year candidate and Miami is always a team that's gonna be very well coached is going to really try in that regular season they're gonna have a great defense and they're going and they're going to find diamonds in the rough because that's just the Miami way And I think that as long as they could do those things, as long as Oladipo can be even a sliver of what he used to be, as long as they could figure out uh, that four position next to Bam Adebayo, and as long as they could stay healthy, I could see them being the fourth seed. That's fair. But I wouldn't be surprised if they're where you put them. Yeah. Well, it's it's only two spots different, so... Oh, I thought you put them at. Oh no, you, okay. I thought you put them at eight. I can see them even being lower than where you put them. Like That's they're right. a team that I'm not. They. I wouldn't be surprised if they're an eight seed. I wouldn't be surprised if they're a two seed. So it's just like they range a lot. I think. Yeah, uh, but talk to me about the Raptors at four. Yeah. So the Raptors, uh, I think, last year went under the radar for how good they were. Um, and I think that's just because it's due to the very poor start that they had. Um, but they made it all the way up to a sixth seed. They were the sixth seed, yeah. Yeah, and I think as long as they start the year off the way they were, the way they played last year, I see no reason for them to uh not be uh up on this list. They have a top three coach in the league in Nick Nurse. Um, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. 
and I'd say he just gets yeah. he gets the best out of everyone who plays. Um, their depth, too, yeah. <laughs> their, their depth has improved. Uh, Otto Porter Jr. is going to be really nice for them. Uh, that young with a full year with them uh, will be a nice guy to come off the bench as well. Uh, just plays the way the the Raptors love to play. Their yeah. six, seven, and up lineups. Um, then they have some young guys. Um, Precious, I expect to take a bit of a jump and just be a solid, impactful player for them. Um, then they have young guards who they can kind of give some trial and error to as well. Um, I don't expect to see more 38-plus from the whole starting lineup uh, minutes-wise, but uh, obviously they are still a little heavier on that front. But I expect to see Scotty take a solid jump. Pascal uh, will have another really solid year. OG uh, had a bit of a down year last year. Um, not in terms of his overall scoring numbers, but just in general, I think it's not the exactly the jump that you'd want to see from him, but overall he's still yeah. very good two-way player. Gary Trent Jr. is really nice. And I just overall really like their team. Fred Van Vliet. Gary uh, Trent Jr. Fred... was also – he didn't really shoot the ball that well either, even though he was really <laughs> good at scoring. It was just that one month. That, I, that also could be just due to the fact that they play so much and have so many shots to take between the starters. No, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just there was think one that year, like, there was one year where he was looking like Pride Clay Thompson, or one month where he was looking like Pride Clay Thompson. That's facts. He was going off. Um, but I think that my only issue is, again, just the just how much they play their fucking guys. Um, yeah. I said that before. But I don't know. I guess I am a little bit lower on them than... I probably should be, but it's just it's just really hard to rank these teams. I could see them being a three seed. I could see them being where I have them. So, yeah, that's the thing with the East. I could see the teams completely ranging. Uh, like from a one to eight. Opposite. It could be yeah. any way, really. Yeah, um, no, I agree. But yeah, anything else about the anything else about the Raptors? I really like their team. I wouldn't be surprised if Scotty takes a big jump. Not a big jump, but just like a, a solid jump. It's just if Fred Van Vliet gets injured, what the fuck do they do? Are they running Malachi Flynn at point, point guard? Scotty. Hey, Malachi be hooping when he gets the opportunity. They have no wings or guards. It's just like I don't know, bro. It's they have forwards, me. forwards, and more forwards. But the thing is, they have forwards, but they don't have size. So the season is long, and if their starters are playing that many minutes for that long of a period of a time, and they don't have those like seven-footers that are just going to eat got, minutes. They got, they, got, they got Christian Coloco. They're, <laughs> they're going to play Christian Coloco? I I do not think that man... Hey, all he shouldn't he be is, touching the all floor. He, all he need, what's wrong with Christian Coloco? He was a second-round pick. So Herb Jones is a second-round pick. Motherfucker was the best person in the... In the... <laughs> I thought you were going to say the league. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best player in the league. Um, I don't know. It just feels it just feels weird that I a think team he could that's get a solid, trying like, to be. I just think he could eat up a solid eight to ten minutes. They were giving minutes to fucking Ken Birch last year. <laughs> they were starting they, like giving solid minutes to Ken Birch. I that's see no true. reason why he doesn't get Aaron five Baines to 10 a couple. Of, <laughs> Aaron Baines a couple of years ago. <laughs> exactly. Holy fuck, he was ass. <laughs> He was so bad. Um, yeah, but that's true. They're very unorthodox. Uh, but yeah, moving they on. Got the, they got the star in the fucking Adam Sandler movie, Hancho Hernan Gomez. Oh, yeah, they do. They have Bo Cruz. Oh, yeah, never mind. I don't know. That's his name. Bo that's Cruz is going to make the K the Raptors to the one seed. Bo Cruz. It's going to be Bo Cruz against the. Uh, Kermit. Kermit was played by uh, Anthony Edwards. <laughs> it's gonna be Timberwolves versus Raptors finals. You heard it here first. Um, so I think this is we have the same three teams left for the top three. So we're just gonna rank these three teams. So who do you have as the third seed? I have the Philadelphia 76ers. I have the Milwaukee Bucks. And the Milwaukee Bucks, they're basically gonna be the same team they were last year. 
I just think that out of these three teams, they're going to try the least in the regular season um, because that's not really what they should be focused on. As long as they make the playoffs, I don't care where they really rank because they're a team that I still think is the favorite to come out of the East for me personally. I think if Middleton yes. doesn't get injured, then they could be a team that uh, that made the finals if he didn't get injured. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we obviously know what the Bucks are at this point. I don't really see that changing much. I just don't think that they're going to try harder than the teams above them. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I was really flip-flopping the the Bucks in Philadelphia. So I'm just gonna say that I have the Bucks at two, Philly at three. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, here's here's my argument really quickly. The Bucks and the Seventy Sixers. Okay, you'll see, you'll see. The Bucks and the Seventy Sixers. They had the same record last year, and that was with Harden coming there late, and even when he was there wasn't looking amazing and if he even looks if he's there for the full season then I could definitely see them being um better than they were so like they they were really just the the MB show for the That's whole season fair. I just so. want to give the benefit of the doubt to the best player in the league really and I just have I just have that trust in Giannis um yeah I could the Bucks have been the three seed the past couple of years I'm pretty sure so I could easily see them being three and just around that two to three range yeah but, that's um, where they that's where they like to be so ever since they were free that's when they won shit exactly um, before they were one it didn't do them shit exactly so. one seeds are frauds bro they are honestly except for and that's what <laughs> who was the last one seed champion was it Golden okay State? So th- this year no no it was the suns this year oh you mean like golden State? Oh, yeah, it was probably because the Raptors definitely weren't the one seed when they won that year with Kawhi. Um, They were close. I guess it was the Warriors, yeah. Actually, no, because the Rockets were. I don't think they were the one seed. I don't think they were the one seed. I think one of the years Golden State was. Okay, 2017 Warriors was the last time a one seed won the championship. So that was the first year with Durant. No, no, that That was was that was that was first year. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. Never mind. I'm tripping. Um, yeah. Uh, so at number two, this is where I have Boston. Now, you're a fucking Philly fan, bro. No, I'm not. Here's the reasoning. <laughs> Here's the reasoning, okay? Here's the reasoning. Boston, everyone has them as the one seed. Everyone. Okay? The win, the, the over-under for wins, it all says that Boston is going to be the one seed. Everyone thinks Boston is going to be the one seed. And I've, I know from past experience that when you put the Boston Celtics on too high of a pedestal, that they disappoint. <clears throat> Kyrie Celtics. So, no, that's, 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 just, that's, fucking, that, that's just Kyrie, bro. No, that's the Celtics. It's a Celtics no, thing. You'll no, see. It's a, You'll it's see. It's a Kyrie thing. Kyrie's a fucking Celtics. Kyrie, Celtics Kyrie, thing. Kyrie's a fucking cancer. <laughs> <laughs> It's a sell. Maybe Tatum got some of that cancer tendency. Um, <laughs> I I don't know. I just didn't want to be boring. I guess. That's fair. Obviously, the Celtics. They started out the year awful last season, and they still finished two wins under uh, the one seed. So they were the I, one seed for a while as well. They were the one bit. seed for a little bit after starting off the season horribly. They made the finals, uh, and I think that finals so less rest i think um i don't know if that has any effect on anything but i'm just gonna pretend i don't know i don't don't um yeah so there's that and then also uh danilo gallinari that injury looks kind of tough and i don't know Danilo wasn't gonna do shit anyways (laughs) yes he was he was gonna average 30 (laughs) Uh, mvp Uh, danilo yeah obviously i have boston at one um i just think Last year, the Heat were pretty lucky to get the one seed at the end, towards the end of the year. Um, And obviously, the Celtics added Malcolm Brogdon for essentially nothing. Um, Uh, Injury prone. Uh. That shit don't matter. You get 40 games out of Brogdon, that's an extra 40 wins. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Every game that they would have lost, add healthy Brogdon and they win. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I just think their depth is just crazy, of course. Uh, well, not crazy in terms of amount. I guess it's gotten a lot deeper. But just in terms of their overall players. Um, was Derek White there the year before? Uh, no, he was a deadline thing, I think. Was he not a... Yeah, he was He was traded at this year's deadline. So he only got there this deadline. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Well, you get a full year of Derek White on the team. Sure. Um, full year. Uh, well, you're going to get a full year of Brogdon, obviously. Um, and just overall, another year of Tatum development, maybe a bit more. Maybe Jalen Brown learns how to dribble the basketball a little bit. <laughs> maybe. I'm not very, <laughs> very, very big question mark there. Um, yeah, I don't know. Boston definitely could be the one seed. It's just with so many people projecting them there that I don't know. I just think you that just, you just think you're, you just think I'm you're smart. top shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I do think I'm top shit. I'm, 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 I'm meta. Um, but okay, number one, I have the 76ers, and there's a couple of reasons. They tied the Celtics record and. That was without them really having a roster for a lot of the season. That was with them um, not having James Harden. Even when they did have Harden, he wasn't that good. I'm expecting a bounce back here for Harden. I think that he is going to be... I think that he's been on diet from what I've seen. Uh, I think that he is going to just play better than what we've seen with him in Philly. That's um, So there's that. My only I issue, think you're just I, a Joel Embiid fan. Maybe I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. And Tyrese Maxey is a fucking demon. I can definitely see him being a twenty point per game scorer. Tobias Harris, as much as you don't really see it, he is a twenty point per game scorer, basically. Um, and adding PJ Tucker, I think, helps a lot. My only thing, like PJ Tucker, DeAnthony Melton, and Bead, Maxey, Harden, and Bead, that is very stacked for me. Um, no, that's fair. Yeah, and I think that if they wanted to win in the regular season, they definitely could be the one seed. I'm just not sure how much they're going to try, but I think based on what we've seen in previous years, uh, I think that they will try in the regular season to really get that one seed and to make a statement and to really be strong all year round. No, that's Uh, fair. I could definitely see them doing that, but I mean, P.J. Tucker's old. I wouldn't be surprised if they kind of, coast but i don't know i just don't see them as a team to coast because and beat has a one mvp yet i think he's gonna go really hard in the regular season i think teams only coast when they've proved something philly hasn't nah, proved anything philly they can lose to trey hunt yeah <laughs> uh but yeah philly they haven't proved anything in the playoffs joel Embiid hasn't proved anything individually yet so i think that they're gonna be the hungriest team and I think that they're going to be a team uh, that is the hungriest. And I think that they're going to try really hard this regular season. No, Boston Boston has a taste of the finals, you know. I could see them, you know, being off the, the back pedal. have a taste of me. Just get What? <laughs> <laughs> That's just wild. Um, but yeah, so I guess to recap, I have Philly as the one seed. You have... <laughs> Uh, I have Philly as the one seed, you have Boston as the one seed, and then I have Boston at two, you have Philly at two. We both have the Bucks at two. I have the Bucks at two. Oh, you have the Bucks at two. Oh, you fucking... You do? No, you did not. Yeah, yeah I said I have the Bucks at two. Oh, well, never mind. Uh, you have the Bucks at two. So basically, we have the same top three, except um, I have Philly one, you have them three. Uh, you have Boston one, I have them two. And then the Bucks, I have three, you have two. Yeah. And then the Heat, you have at six, I have the Heat at four. At five, we both have the Hawks. At six, you have the Heat, like I said, and I have the Nets. You have them one spot lower at seven, and that's where I have the Bulls. Uh, I have the Cavs at nine, you have them at eight. The Raptors, I have at eight, you have them at fucking four. Um, <laughs> you're still I Raptors can, hater. I can, you're just a Raptors lover. I, um, I I can see it going either way. No, nah, that's but, fair. Yeah. Uh, the Knicks, you have at... Uh, you have the Bulls at 9, sorry. And then I have the Cavs at 9. The Knicks, you have at 11, I have at 10. And then the Wizards, I have at 11, you have at 10. Pistons, I have at 12. You have the Hornets at 12. Uh, I have the Pistons at 13. You have the Hornets at 13. And then the Magic, we have at 15, Pacers at 14. 
So Thirsty. basically, we just have the Hornets and Pistons swapped. I'm higher on the Hornets than the Pistons. And then the Knicks and Wizards we have swapped. I'm higher on the Knicks. You're higher on the Wizards. And then we're very different on, I guess, the the Raptors, obviously. Uh, but the Bulls, I have a nine. You have at seven. So still, no, I have them at seven. The other way nine. around. Yeah. So yeah, same range, uh, but I'm higher on them. Cavs, basically the same range. I'm just a little bit lower on them because I'm higher on the Bulls. And you're lower on the Heat than I am. And yeah, that's about it. So very interesting. Um, I don't know what we're going to do next. We could do bold predictions, uh, a bold predictions episode just because, you know, I think that we played it mostly safe, obviously mixing in what we think is going to happen, but also some safety. But maybe we go extra bold and say... uh, some bold predictions, just as a... Brandon Ingram wins MVP. Okay, we're not going to do that episode. Defense um, <laughs> player of the year. <laughs> Most improved. And coach of the MVP. year. <laughs> coach. <laughs> He's going to be the coach of the year. Um, but yeah, exactly. we'll see. We'll figure something. <laughs> Doing all that while coming off the bench. <laughs> what are you? It's just because Herb Jones is starting. Oh, yeah, you're right. They just wanted to give more run to uh, Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, those kind of guys. They let they let Herb start for two minutes, and then Ingram comes in. <laughs> yeah, no, literally, they do the tip-off, they call the timeout, and then they put Ingram in. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs> I want to see a team do that. Wouldn't that be so funny if a team did that so that they had, like, a, a, a star coming off the bench? LeBron. And then just so that they could win six, man. Would the NBA yeah. allow that? Because technically, technically the rule the states that, year. yeah, if they're not starting any games, like, then they'd have to change it. I, I need to see, bro, it'd be the fucking Raptors to do that. See, I'll come <laughs> going to win six, man. <laughs> Just because Nick, Nor- Nick Nurse is so Nick unorthodox. Nurse. I don't know who it is. <laughs> Nick Nurse. Nick Nurse. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so unorthodox that I could see it. Um, but yeah, so that's it for this episode of the Hooper's Lab podcast. We hope you enjoyed. We hope you tune in for whatever we have going on next. Uh, but 2K is coming out soon. The season still doesn't start in a while. So don't be expecting too much until those things, uh, until the NBA season starts up again or until there's some more news. But anyways, that's all for us now. We'll see you in the next one. Take care and goodbye. Adios.